Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. At the time, everything was very millennial pink. And even my own personal feed was all millennial pink. And when we created Jet Lag Mask, we thought if we make it blue, it's going to stand out so much in a sea of everything else. And if we're going to launch direct to consumer, and this is the first and only place, having an amazing formula is core to who we are, but having amazing packaging that will draw people in. Because if they can't sample it in store, this is the only thing that's going to make them want to buy it. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carleen Higgins. Hey, hey, beauty friends. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jill Dunn, and I'm here virtually still after all this time with a Carleen Higgins. Hey, Carleen. Hello, hello. So as you guys know, we're two beauty editors turned beauty podcasters here to tell you what's good. And even though the summer has passed, I know sad faced, we want to keep the summer Fridays vibe going. So today's guest is lifestyle influencer, Mariana Hewitt. So Mariana is, I've been a longtime fan of her. She's got like a million followers on Instagram, more than 300,000 subscribers on YouTube. I mean, I just think she's so iconic in the content creation space. Mm -hmm. And she co-founded Summer Fridays alongside fellow influencer Lauren Ireland back in 2018. Of course, Summer Fridays is probably best known for its famous jet lag mask. I'm even wearing it on my face right now. It's all about calming and hydration. It's got niacinamide, glycerin, hyaluronic acid, antioxidants. And, you know, people have been using this since it launched to when they've been traveling. Of course, we're not doing so much of that now, but you would always see it like on somebody's table next to that window. It was like, it was an iconic moment. Did you even go somewhere if you didn't have it in your selfie? (laughs) Absolutely. And it's like around $50. And I think they just launched like Mm -hmm. a mini size of it too. So you can test it out on a budget as well. And, you know, Carlene, the fans of the jet lag mask, I think they're probably aware that it had a recent reformulation in 2021. So just a little update on that front. It's now free from all fragrance. It's free from essential oils. They've added even more soothing ingredients like vitamin B5 and chamomile. So you're getting that soothing while you're up in the air too. Absolutely. And of course, Summer Fridays can't be stopped. So they launched more body care this summer. And just today on the day we recorded her most recent product, the Heavenly 16 All-in-One Facial Oil dropped. And you're going to hear all about that in today's episode. 
That's right. And Marianne is just honestly a branding expert, in my opinion. She just has this taste level, Carlene, that Mm -hmm. it's hard to come by. You know, she makes it look effortless, but it's really so much attention to detail and she just elevates everything she does. And I think that's really one of the secrets to her success. She comes across as so authentic. I have to say, I am such a huge fan of even like her soft focused Instagram filter. Like every time I go Mm -hmm. on Instagram stories, that's what I use. And even like every piece of merch she puts out, I want to buy it. So she's just ticking all the boxes. Absolutely. Even for the Heavenly 16 launch, which I saw on her Instagram from earlier today, it looked like a small wedding on the beach. Like it was so beautiful. There was a white bed on the sand. Okay. Mariana is also a fellow podcaster. Her show Life with Mariana, it's a must listen. She taps her network on how they made it, interviewing industry friends like Jen Atkin of The Way, the founder of Frankie's Bikinis, unlocking their secrets to success. You know, and she's just, she's actually friends with a lot of these people. So you get that whole peer-to-peer vibe. It really comes across and her show launches every Tuesday. It's also on Dear Media and it's actually a true pod swap. So we appeared as guests on Mariana's show that just dropped yesterday. And the topic that we chatted about was really fun. It's the top seven trends that you're going to see everywhere in fall 2021. So if you were a bit like underground during the summer and you need to know what's going on, we got you. That's right. Get ready for the wolf bob, guys. What's that? You'll have to tune in. So in today's chat, we'll find out why the jet lag mask took off the way it did, why they reformulated their number one product. And by popular demand, we asked Mariana about her personal top shelf, including her exact hair favorites, the drugstore brand that makes the grade in her fashionable house right now, and the unexpected celebrity fan of Summer Fridays that she was most excited to learn about. So with all of that, welcome Mariana. A quick pause in partnership with Fleur and B. I know that our pod fam loves the skincare steals. So that's why I think you'll like discovering Fleur and B. It's a natural skincare range where nothing costs more than $30. You heard me right. And it's free from phthalates, parabens, and their products are vegan and cruelty-free. It's one of those budget skincare brands that honestly looks a lot more expensive than it is. And I think a big reason for that is because each product is housed in these like gorgeous brown apothecary style bottles. So it looks beautiful on your top shelf and it just has a really elevated feel to it. Basically, you're getting premium natural skincare for half the price you'd pay elsewhere. And they even offer free shipping with every order. So their best seller is their Eyes Eyes Baby eye cream. It has 19 active ingredients like glycerin, squalane, caffeine, niacinamide, and that's meant to illuminate the eye area, of course. And then it helps to reduce the appearance of puffiness, wrinkles, and dark circles. It's got a really nice thick texture under the eye, but it doesn't feel greasy at all. My favorite product though is called Rose and Shine. It's a rose water toner. Smells amazing and it's so soothing on my skin. And another perk about Fleur and Bee that I really appreciate is that they donate 1% of all sales to Days for Girls, which provides menstrual care and education to girls in need. To check out their line of natural skincare products, just head to fleurandbee.com. That's F-L-E-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-E.com. To sweeten the deal, you can use our code BREAKING and get 15% off. Just head to fleurandbee.com. Once again, that's F-L-E-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-E.com to place your order now. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's chat. 
friends, I'm Jackie Schimmel, philanthropist, motivational speaker, glowing wife, animal rights activist, and a shoulder to cry on. Not really. I'm a crazy bitch, but a hoot and a half. If you haven't listened to my podcast, The Bitch Bible, brace yourself, pour yourself a stiff drink, and get ready to laugh your ass off or cry. Make sure you subscribe yourself to The Bitch Bible Podcast right now. You're going to effing love it. We want to talk to you a little bit off the hop just about what your relationship was like with beauty growing up. I know that you kind of split your time between Ohio and Germany, which is really interesting. So was style and beauty something that you were always interested in? And if so, like, where did that come from? You are well-researched because yes, I definitely spent my time between two continents, which is a really interesting upbringing. So I lived with my dad in the States and my mom lived in Germany. And so I split my time between the two. And when I was growing up and I was really little, my dad didn't really know how to teach me how to do my hair and makeup. And this is obviously pre-YouTube days where you could learn anything online. And so my first experience with beauty was really my dad taking me to department stores and he would take me to beauty counters at different stores. And he would say, this is my daughter. I don't know what to buy her. Can you help her? My dad himself is, <laughs> he's very like bougie with beauty products himself. So like Chanel aftershave bomb, like that's the kind of stuff mm. that he likes. Like he loves a fragrance. He would love to get like, he would buy stuff for himself. And then like the free gift with purchase from like Estee Lauder or something, he would give me like the little samples and he would give me the pack with like the beauty bag. And so I think probably not a lot of men of that day were doing this. And so my dad was well ahead of his time. And even now he's always like, do you have any serums for me? Or (laughs) more of that Tom Ford effing fabulous uh, perfume cologne because I got it gifted and I gave it to my dad and he loved it. And so whenever he can get like a freebie from me now, he's always asking me to like save a pile (laughs) of stuff for him. And then with my mom living in Europe, we would go to the body shop a lot. And so around Europe, that was like the store that we would see all the time. And so I would buy like the little size of like tea tree oil and being a teen who had blemishes and breakouts. That's kind of what I used on myself when I was younger. And then I was a big sucker for like everything on TV. So proactive, I wanted to get and Noxzema pads Mm. and all those kind of drugstore things when I was younger. And then in my process of like my dad taking me to different beauty counters, this is very early Mac days. He took me Mm -hmm. to a Mac store. And they taught me how to contour, which I didn't know it was called contouring at the time, but they gave me like a darker brown powder, an angle brush, and taught me how to apply it on my face. And so I've been contouring since high school, which I didn't even know that's what it was eventually called. Move over Kardashians. That was kind of like (laughs) my start of beauty. So let's fast forward a little bit. You eventually moved to LA where you had a whole life before the internet. Tell us about working in celebrity PR. Like what's the tea? (laughs) What can you reveal? Do you have any stories that would make our jaws drop? I don't have any stories, but what I will say is PR is a very hard, never-ending job. And at the time, like when I was in high school and college, this is like when the shows like Kelly Catrone and stuff was on TV and you saw like PR being like this glamorous job of like events and celebrities. And it's, that's a very small part of it. And the rest of it is like networking relationships and pitching yourself and it's stuffing bags. Never, yeah. It's not glamorous. Like the other day I was picking up something. I had like bags of clothes and I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of like when I was a PR assistant and like taking stuff from stylists to like a client to go to like a red carpet. And so what I learned from there is that networking and relationships are really important and that the industry is small and careers are long and that 
at a very early part in your career, you just, you know, everyone comes up together, you all work together over time. And so I learned that at a young age, which I think is important because maybe sometimes you don't learn that for a little bit later in your career. And I learned that like, I don't know, I I just found that I didn't want to be the one taking the celebrities to interviews. I wanted to be the one interviewing them. And Mm. it wasn't really for me, but I think your 20s are a really great time to like discover what you like and don't like and try different jobs out. And the first job out of college doesn't need to be your dream job and that you can keep trying different things. So eventually you end up where you hopefully want to be. Mm-hmm. I remember the day I was working at a magazine and Kelly Catrone called me like out of the blue to pitch something. And I was like, is this really Kelly Catrone? Like I felt like I was on candid camera. I was so <laughs> starstruck. That's crazy. So tell us, because I'm sure a lot of people do want to know, like, how did you go from working in PR to becoming a red carpet reporter? I mean, that, you know, that's a bit of a leap, right? So how did you do that? So that was always what I wanted to do. I like loved MTV TRL. Like I would get home after school and I would watch TV and I loved like Carson Daly and Vanessa Manillo and Molly Sims and Brooke Burke. Like I loved watching all of them on TV. And I also really loved Oprah. And so between them, that was what I wanted to do. And then my mom said, okay, being a TV host is not a realistic job. You need to have a backup plan. And so when I was in college, I actually did, I did my PR internship at the Cleveland Clinic. So I worked at a hospital, which is not very glamorous, but that's kind of where I got like my first PR experience. And it was when they were opening a heart hospital, which is very different than celebrity PR. And then when I moved to LA, I was doing that. And then what I realized is you can work really hard in your career and spend all that time in your early 20s if that's ultimately like what you want to do. So that sacrifice of working crazy hours and doing all that is fine if this is eventually where you want to be in life. But I knew in that job, I was so unhappy. And so I was like, no, I still want to go after my dream job. And so being a TV host and being a news anchor, really different skill sets. And being a TV host, you need to have a reel. And so I was taking classes in Los Angeles. And in classes, we would have like different producers or people come in. And one of the people that came in asked me to come for an audition one time. I ended up booking the job. And then that was my first job. I think the first interview I had with a celebrity was Megan Fox. And I was like, I wow, grew up and that's I was a like, good one. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I was like, but this is how I started to build my reel. And then I eventually got a job working in entertainment. And then I realized in that job, I didn't like it either. And I liked what I was doing, but I didn't feel good interviewing celebrities, the gossipy part of it. So if you're here Mm -hmm. to promote your movie, your book, whatever it is you're here for, and I'm supposed to ask you about your relationship or something personal, but it's because I'm being told I have to ask these questions, but it's not necessarily what I would want to ask you. Mm. I didn't like that part of it. And like, it's your job. So you have no choice but to do it. And so then I pivoted to fashion and beauty news. And I found that was more fulfilling because I felt like I was able to share things that were less gossipy and more about like confidence or things that were supposed to make you feel better. And in this whole process too, of trying to get jobs working as a TV host is when I created this like fake reel. Cause it's like a catch 22. You can't get a job as a host without a reel and you can't have a reel if you don't have like stuff to put on it. And so I filmed a bunch of fake clips. I uploaded it to YouTube. I used that link to send to people for auditions. And then since I had this YouTube channel with this reel, I started creating beauty content. And then so I uploaded my first YouTube tutorial in 2012 because I had this channel to show my reel for auditions. And then that's kind of what started me as an influencer. So I did go back and watched your very first video, Mariana. 
Um, oh my gosh. There's like a purple <laughs> painting behind me. <laughs> I have to say you have not aged a day. I feel like the makeup style is definitely different though. Like a decade later, it's really fun to watch. It's like a whole archive of like, you know, seeing the, how the looks and the techniques and stuff have evolved, you know? So I'm just curious, like at that time, did you get any traction or did you simply use it? Did you know anything about like SEO or you just used it to make a sizzle reel? No, I had no idea at the time. Like I had no clue. But what's actually very funny is a lot of those products in that first video in 2012, I still use today. Laura mm-hmm. Mercier Translucent Setting Powder, Anastasia mm-hmm. Brow Wiz, uh, a mm-hmm. beauty blender. So those products are still staples in my routine today. And I'm still using them for so much longer. And so that channel kind of sat there for two years until I became, which I didn't even know at the time you could become an influencer, but I became an influencer full-time in 2014. So I uploaded them and didn't really know much, but maybe like a year or two years later is when Kylie Jenner started to become Kylie Jenner online. And she started having these matte lips and this was pre-Kylie lip kits. And so one of the videos that I did, because you asked about SEO, was I was like trying to figure out how to do a matte lip. And I like put lipstick on, I put a little bit of translucent setting powder online or on top. I uploaded it. And then the title was like how to get Kylie Jenner's matte lips or something. And that's when the SEO started to come up and videos would go more viral on YouTube because it's what people were searching for. And so my skills of like working in media for so long, I kind of started to understand keywords, what was trending, what people were looking for, what videos might get picked up. And I started translating that into my YouTube tutorials. And then those kind of things started to get a lot of traction, which helped at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned you went full-time in 2014. And I know that was the year you won Allure's Beauty Blogger of the Year. And that kind of opened a lot of doors for you in terms of monetizing. Is that right? Yeah. So it's funny because I think at the time, it was like very like not an influencer industry like it is today. So I would post something on Instagram. A brand would PayPal me like $50. They would send me a product. I'd post it on my feed. And in 24 hours, I could delete it. I would like, it was, there was no contract. It was so different than it is today. And these like $50 kept kind of adding up. And eventually over time it grew. And so I was working at the time doing fashion and beauty news. And I started to see a lot of bloggers come up on Instagram. And I was just really curious about what they were doing. And so I asked my boss, like, can I interview these bloggers on Instagram? Like, I just find that they're like really interesting. And she's like, sure. So I would keep reaching out to different bloggers and they would all connect me to this like, I think her email address was like fairy blog mother or something. And I'm like, all of these people have the same email address they're connecting me to. Like, who is this person? And so when my Instagram and stuff, I started getting incoming jobs and was able to negotiate things myself. I was like, hey, I'm about to launch this blog. It's very early for me. You probably wouldn't take me as a client, but like, are you interested? And she's like, let me take a look at your stuff. And she ended up being like, okay, you know, I think we'll take a chance on you. We'd love to sign you. And this was like, So this was in 2014. And then that's really what changed my career because then I had a blog manager to help me negotiate incoming jobs and then also to get me more jobs. And that's what was finally able to like let me do this full time. But at the time, it's so different because there was only a handful of like working full-time bloggers or there was like a couple YouTubers. But back then it was like Ami Song, Chriselle Lim, Carly Bible, Nicole Guerrero. So there's a very small group of people to look up to. So 
I didn't know it was like for sure a career path. And when I told my parents I was going to do this full time, they're like, what? You're going to do the internet as a job? Like, <laughs> like they did not understand what I was trying to do. And I know like pretty soon after you got that blog going, I think it, at the beginning it was called something else, wasn't it? Was it still Life of Me or was it was different? called Lala Mare and I had got a... I used to follow your blog back then too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I got a cease and desist from Estee Lauder because La Mare, and I wasn't even really thinking about La Mer at the time. I wasn't really understanding. Now I know better having a brand that even if it's partially a word instead of another word, like it, you're not allowed to have that. And so when I got that, I was like, oh my gosh, a season assist. Well, one, I can't believe I'm on the radar. So yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's great that they even know who I am. And two, I was like, you know what? It's fine. This is a chance to rebrand. When I launched the blog, I didn't know it was going to become what it did. So I ended up changing it to life with me, my initials, Mariana Elizabeth. And so I was just sharing my life in general. And that's still what it's called today. This show is brought to you in part by Cove. So if you're a regular listener, a lot of you might have noticed I'm a bit of an oversharer. I can't help it. I got it from my mama. The other thing that runs in our family is migraines. Unfortunately, both myself and my brother suffered from major migraines when we were in our teens. Piercing pain, had to be in a pitch black room, nausea, the works. I eventually outgrew my migraines. Maybe it was the hormones. I'm not sure. But I know that not everyone is so lucky. If you suffer from migraines, I want to tell you about Cove, the leading online migraine clinic specializing in the diagnosis and treatment of migraines. So I didn't know this, but there's actually a shortage of specialists in the U.S. Apparently, there's only one specialist per 80,000 migraine sufferers. That's why Cove is making quality migraine care super accessible. So right from the comfort of your condo, you just go to withcove.com and complete an online consultation. It was actually designed by leading neurologists, so it's as thorough as an in-person doctor visit. After that, a licensed doctor will review your migraine history and recommend a treatment plan tailored to your specific needs. Your prescriptions are delivered right to your door. There's no pharmacy lines, no waiting for a doctor's appointment. So I know what you're thinking. How much is this kind of convenience going to cost me? That's the best part. Cove is affordable. Their doctor fees and prescriptions are as little or less than most insurance co-pays. Prescriptions start at just $10 a month. So get the relief you need right now with Cove. Go to withcove.com slash beauty for 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping. That's 50% off your first month of medication and free two-day shipping at withcove.com slash beauty. Spelled W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash beauty. We'll link to this offer on our blog and in our show notes. And now back to Mariana. And I know that, Mariana, you worked so hard at the content creation that you put out there and it stood out for a reason. And, you know, you really attracted a lot of very lucrative long-term partnerships. That's sort of like the dream when you are a content creator. You are using stuff anyway. Brands are coming to you. So I know like I personally have been influenced by you to like buy the longer barrels for my Dyson Airwrap. And you worked with Armani Beauty and stuff too. But, you know, at some point along the way, you were kind of mulling over the idea of creating your own brand and putting your own products out into the world. So maybe you can talk us through a little bit about the inspiration behind that and why you wanted to take that step. Now it's a given that a brand is going to launch and they're going to be cruelty-free and vegan. But that wasn't the case. Even when we were working on the brand in 2016, you would think that's not 
that long ago. But even then, those things were important that not everybody was doing. And so when I would post a product online, people would ask questions like that. Or from being an influencer, I'm on reward style, like to know it. And so I have all these like all this analytics and data from years of posting products of where people shop, how much money they spend on things, the products that they click on the most. Like I posted um, a tutorial a few years ago on YouTube of like how to use a jade roller. And this is before jade rollers were a thing. It's still one of my top like link clicks for years. I haven't promoted the video in so long. And so I know people like tools, they like skincare. So I have all this information. And when it came time to starting our own brand, It was a different time than today too. And I say these things as if it's not that long ago, but I feel like the internet makes things change so quickly. And there were not a lot of influencer founded brands. So there was Huda Beauty and makeup, Jen Atkin and hair, and maybe a few others, but there wasn't really a lot. And so skincare was always something really important to me. And I felt like when my skin looked good, I could use all of my other products better. Like my makeup just looked better when my skin was good. Or if I didn't want to wear makeup, my skin just felt better to be on its own. And my community really liked skincare for me as well. And so my business partner, Lauren, and I were talking about the idea for a skincare line, but it was really simplified at the very beginning. And it was just face mask. Like we loved masking. And so we dreamed up this idea for jet lag mask. She was very early pregnant at the time. She was only seven weeks pregnant. And I was traveling all over the world, crazy schedule with like influencer trips and everything. And so I was like physically jet lagged. She was jet lagged. She was just tired in her first trimester. And that's how we dreamed up the first product. And we could have never imagined when we thought up the idea five years ago that it would become what it did today. And it did. And I just like can't believe now we have the line that we do from like this idea for a single product. And so I'm curious, like how did you think it was really going to take off like that? Like, why do you think it just kind of went viral right away? Or what was the turning point that made it take off like that? I think that being an influencer is a really good training ground for starting a business because you are a team of usually one, maybe one other person, very small, but you do product photography, you educate consumers, you understand how to PR yourself. You are so many jobs. And because of that, I think it gives you a lot of knowledge before starting a brand. And so at the time, there was no Instagram stories. And so there was only Instagram feed. And I would get sent so many products and I would love the product, but I was like all about my feed. I would not post anything that was like not in my aesthetic. And so number one was like, if we're going to launch as a direct-to-consumer brand, having packaging that is really photogenic, that stands out in a feed that people want to share is really important. And at the time, everything was very millennial pink. And even my own personal feed was all millennial pink. And when we created jet lag mask, we thought if we make it blue, it's going to stand out so much in a sea of everything else. And if we're going to launch direct-to-consumer, and this is the first and only place, having an amazing formula is core to who we are, but having amazing packaging that will draw people in. Because if they can't sample it in store, this is the only thing that's going to make them want to buy it mm-hmm. or catch their eye. You know, what you're saying about the packaging, like it is extremely chic. And that's part of what you do is you curate things so well. But I think we know like in order for consumers to rebuy, the formula has to be really good as well. So tell us about, you know, what made this mask really different and unique and created that cult following. People's attention span is so short. And so instant gratification was so important to us. And so when we were formulating and we were going through the formula, we 
are just consumers, right? And so we really lean on the labs and the people that we work with to help us bring these products to life. And I remember once we finally got to the right sample, I was in New York. I had a sample with me. I put it on my face and I looked at myself and I was just like, oh my God, wow. And that's how I knew that we landed on it. And I knew that once I had that, oh my God, wow feeling for myself, that's how consumers would feel. And you never really know until something launches. You hope with every single one, people will be as obsessed with it as you are. And with this one, it was like the perfect storm of like the right time, the right packaging, a product that people wanted, an instant benefit. It also didn't hurt that, you know, we had some really great celebrity fans and friends share it at the very beginning, like Jessica Alba and Kim Kardashian, which then helped leverage, get press to share it. And so it was like all of these things happened at once and then it sold out. (laughs) And then (laughs) selling out sounds like a great idea and it's a great press moment for a day, but then you have no sales until you can restock your next item, which Mm -hmm. as a new brand who is not, who had not raised money yet, cash flow is like your lifeblood and like you need more orders to like survive. And so we were scrambling to try to restock, to try to get it back in stock. And it was like ping pong for a little bit of like summer Fridays being in stock, then Sephora going back and forth until eventually we could be enough ahead enough in our pipeline that we could have more product in stock. And so there was so much like learnings at the beginning. We could have never anticipated it would become what it has and is Mm -hmm. still a bestseller for us three and a half years later. Amazing. Yeah. And like, there's no denying that like creating a cult favorite product right out of the gate, it's just like, it's really hard to do. So a kudos on that. But I know that it can also mean that your product is like, because it has more eyeballs on it, it can be a bit more vulnerable to people calling things out or or having critiques about it. And so I know in 2020 or 2019, there was a bit of a hiccup with the formula because some users experience skin irritations. And I also love that you guys addressed it right away on the um, Summer Fridays website. Looking back at that time, like I'm sure that's just a total curveball you would have never saw coming. So reflecting back on it, like what did you learn? It was a difficult situation to navigate, but we ultimately felt like it was the right decision to reformulate and to fix what we could and relaunch the product. And now I feel like it's even better than before. People love it. They love the updated formula. And it's also got all the great benefits that you love before. And I feel like the formula is even better. And so I think the learnings from it are that we listen to the community. And I think they appreciate that not only with jet lag, but also we updated recently our lip butter bomb packaging. And we also updated our cleanser packaging. They really appreciate that we hear them. It might take a little bit of time for us to change and formulate and relaunch things. It's not so instant that we can, you know, change a packaging and have it back out in a week, but we hear them. And I think we are so grateful that when we, re- when we relaunched Jetlag Mask, we had all these comments of support from our community. And I think it really goes to show like the community that we built, Lauren and I individually on our platforms and also through Summer Fridays over the years, like they know that we have really good intentions with our products. And we are so grateful that they stood by us through hiccups in our early years and that they trust us with more products to come. Yeah. And I think that's just like the way of the world right now. Like we've honestly seen a lot of reformulations this year and it's for various reasons. Like a lot of companies like Bite Beauty or whatever are taking out beeswax because they want to be vegan as we talked about earlier or just new research or consumer feedback, right? Like if people are reacting, you need to change it. And I feel like 
What I respect about what you guys did and where I think it's just at right now is about transparency, right? So if you go to your website right now, like there's a banner, you know, we've restocked with the new formula. And I think as long as you have that transparency with your consumer and you're also responding to them, then it's like you're just continuing to build that loyalty and acting with an integrity. A quick pause to chat about one of our tried and true show partners, Nutrafol. So I love the beginning of September because it's a chance to reset my routine. I kind of slacked off during the summer, to be honest, but now I'm back into it. I've got my morning smoothie alongside my daily dose of Nutrafol. So Nutrafol is a physician formulated 100% drug-free oral supplement, and it aims to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. Frankly, I'm so glad that Nutrafol exists because hair loss is such a complex topic for women and it's rarely talked about. In fact, nearly 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. So if you're one of them, know that you're not alone. So when you glance at the Nutrafol label, you'll notice a cocktail of well-known hair growth go-to ingredients like biotin, beta carotene, zinc, selenium, just to name a few. And together, those support healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning like stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. And in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. I personally take the four women formula of Nutrafol and that helps to reduce shedding. There's also a balanced formula for menopausal women and there's a new formula to address post postpartum needs. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code BREAKING to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F- ol.com and use our promo code breaking. Once again, that's Nutrafol.com and promo code breaking. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's guest. And so what I'm holding right now is the new Summer Fridays Heavenly 16 All-in-One Face Oil. And so we definitely want to ask you about this new product. Tell us everything What made you decide to launch it and what about it makes it super unique? So I feel like our customer really loves hydration, being moisturized, dewy, glowy. She wants all of those things from us. So I think that's why she really likes jet lag mask and CC me and our lip balms and our body lotion. And this is another extension of that. And I love face oils. Like there's just something at the end of the day when I put it on, I just feel so good. I'm obsessed. But I would say my own personal problems, I guess, with when I was looking for face oils before formulating our own and a fear of, I guess, a lot of my friends is that it was going to clog their pores. They're like, I want to try face oils, but I don't know if it's for me or like, is it going to even absorb in my skin? Is it just going to sit on top? And so what made ours unique is we used all non-comedogenic oils. And not only that, we also used all vegan oils. And a lot of face oils are usually like, a couple oils and then maybe like a few other benefits and we use 16 in ours. So it's really amazing. I love it so much. It's like, you have to try it on your face. I know you tried it on your hand, but like when you try it on your skin, it has such a unique texture to it. I'll apply a little bit to my face and it doesn't sit on top. It soaks into the skin. And so you don't feel like 
I also sleep on a silk pillowcase. So when I put too much face oil on before, it would like slip inside everywhere and then I would get it all over my pillow. I like that it absorbs into my skin and I just love it. And I think it's amazing. And any excess, I'll just like rub it on my cuticles. I'm like an oil person like everywhere. And so the more I can use of it, the better. But it's amazing. And it feels like heaven on your skin, which is what we call it a heavenly 16. You know, one thing I would say, just putting it on my hand right now, is that there is no, a lot of face oils have essential oils and they're quite scented. And this one really has pretty much no scent at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming that's so that it's not irritating, right? Yes, definitely. So no essential oils in here, just oils. So there's not really like a scent to it. So it feels Mm -hmm. really nice on the skin. And Jill, I think you were going to say something too. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering because, you know, as an oily skin person myself, like I think I'm just always a bit skeptical of oils. And I'm sure some of your consumers or your fans have asked you, like, can I use it on oily skin? Or like, is this for everybody? Yeah. So we did formulate it for all skin types, including oily skin. So I would try it out and see if you like it. And even if you want to just mix a little bit with your moisturizer. Mm -hmm. And then I did it last night with my makeup. I put a few drops on and put my makeup on top and my foundation. I wore um, Rani Beauty Luminous Silk last night and then I did powder on top and everything stayed fine. It wasn't like, like disintegrating at all. So it works great under makeup. Okay, cool. Do you have any personal hacks? I feel like everybody wants to know what you love to do aside from the foundation that you just mentioned. A few drops and what I'll do at night. And we also have a gua sha that we came out with on our site. And then we worked with two different Chinese medicine practitioners to do gua sha tutorials. So we have one that just went up on summer Fridays today. And so I wanted to learn how to properly do them too, because a few years ago when I did that Jade Roller video, like I was just trying to figure it out myself, but I'm like, I want to learn through the process. And so we have some tutorials up with that. So you can learn how to do that at home. I just love how it feels on my skin. Like I'll just watch TV and do it at night, like a little self-care ritual. And then in the morning, I like to do it with like an ice roller. And I don't ever know if an ice roller has like skincare benefits, but it wakes up my skin and it makes me feel good. So I like to do that in the morning. Definitely. Absolutely. So many of our listeners, they were so excited that you're coming on our show. And of course, they want us to be Snoopy with your top shelf as well. Mm -hmm. So if we were to peek into your bathroom right now, you know, what are some other staples on there that are maybe new to you that you're really loving, like makeup or sunscreen, drugstore find? My favorite drugstore product of all time is Neutrogena Oil-Free Makeup Remover. I feel like I can't remove my makeup without it. And a lot of times when I wear lashes, I usually wear Ardell short individual lashes and the dark duo lash glue. So I'll take a little bit of the Neutrogena oil for makeup remover. I use it with a Q-tip. I run it along my lash line. I disintegrate the glue and I can easily remove my lashes without like pulling out my actual lashes, which I really am into. I've been doing that for years. It's like my favorite. Strip lashes usually look pretty heavy on my eyes. So I love Mm -hmm. individuals. So those are some of my favorite drugstore products. Another drugstore favorite is my all-time favorite nail polish, which is Essie Ballet Slippers. I wear three coats. I've been wearing it since December of 2008. It is my favorite nail polish (laughs) color of all time. I always try other things. And then I will always go back to that one because I just like can't live without it. It is like the perfect neutral nude color. A new favorite that I like is actually from Rose Ink. She's launching this week. And one of the products is called Radiant Reveal Brightening Serum, but it's really beautiful to wear as like a primer on your skin more than anything. So I really like it before makeup. I got it about a week ago. So it's a hydrating serum with skincare benefits, but it really works like a makeup primer. And I love the texture of it. It's so beautiful. Mm. Okay. And that's Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's really beautiful. You guys have to try that one. And then Refy, R-E-F-Y, is Mm -hmm. a brow 
company. It's a UK-based influencer. She actually just launched at Sephora US. I love the brow pomade that she has. It's a clear gel, but the brush is really long. So you can really get to all the brow hairs at once. So the brow lamination look is good for me because it makes my brows look so much fuller. And I love the texture of her product. Mm. It's really good. I started using it because I'd found her on Instagram and then she just launched at Sephora recently. And hers is really great. Other things that I like. I'm really excited to see the reformulated and everything from KKW Beauty. So Mm. right before Mm -hmm. the site went down, I went back on and I was like, I need to restock because Nude 1.5 is my favorite lip liner. I love lip liners that are more on the brown neutral side than pinky because I almost use them like a contour for my lips and her formulas are really creamy. So I'm very interested to see what the new formulas will look like. Definitely. What about hair? Oh, what about hair? Jill was telling me you did a TikTok video about your hair washing schedule. (laughs) My hair washing schedule. It's so funny because like hair is such a big thing for me. Like on Pinterest, if you search like Mariana Hewitt hair, there's if I'm ever looking for a picture of myself, a hair color. That's where I go to look like not my own camera roll. <laughs> and so hair I am obsessed with. And my Dyson Airwrap is like ride or die. I mm-hmm. can't do my hair without it. The long barrels like you were talking about, Jill, like mm-hmm. it's a game changer. Like I feel like with the Dyson Airwrap, it takes like a few times to get a hang of like how to use it. Then once you do, you're like, wow, this tool is so amazing. I have really long hair my hair is fine, but I have a lot of it. So it just takes a really long time to blow dry. So using the air app, it just helps me style my hair and dry it at the same time. Because if not, I would be in the bathroom for hours, which is why I try not to wash my hair too frequently. So basically I only wash my hair two days a week, maybe three. And I found like the less I washed my hair, the less oily it got. Totally agree. And so it seems like you should wash it more, but I feel like my hair got used to not being washed as frequently. And it's really like people would ask me all the time, like, how do you get your hair so bouncy and full? And I'm like, it really starts in the shower, like using the right shampoo and conditioner, then styling products on your damp hair, then really helps the style last. But if you're not using great products, even in the shower, the end result might not be so great. Hair products that I love, I usually use Olaplex products I'm obsessed with. I love their shampoo, their leave-in treatment and their oil. I love Mm -hmm. Unite 7 Second Condition. I use it as a leave-in treatment and detangler. I love the Conair wet brush. My hair is so tangly. And this brush, I literally probably bought like 10 of them on Amazon. It's my favorite <laughs> brush ever. I think it's called the Knot Doctor. It really gets oh. through every knot in my hair. Yep. And our last question before we get into a fun little round of rapid fire, what's the best advice that you'd give to someone who wants to launch their own brand? Like just pretend Jill and I wanted to launch a beauty product or some merch, you know, just hypothetically. How could we get to that summer Fridays level of smashing it? Well, my advice that I tell everyone is to just start because you never know where you'll be. So if we had let you know, ourselves get in the way and not came up with this idea for a face mask and launched it, we wouldn't be where we are today. And so done is better than perfect. So just starting and doing something, you really never know. And you never know what will take off. You never know what will hit. And, you know, it's always worth giving something a try. And so the timing will never be perfect. So you may as well just start today. We just have like five little rapid fires that we're going to hit you with to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So first one is, what was the last post that you saved on Instagram? Um, Nails. Nail inspo. Love it. Who's a celeb fan of Summer Fridays that got you the most excited? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. 
Oh, no way. I don't know oh, if you guys man. remember. There was yes, a video. Jurassic Park? Yes, of, <laughs> with him and his wife. They were laying in bed and he was using jet lag masks. And then like all these articles the next day was like the beauty influencer, like you didn't know you needed. And it was him. It was very funny. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the workout that you're obsessed with right now? Pilates. I'm obsessed with it. It's the best. Amazing. And I know you're renovating or designing a new house. Who do you follow on Instagram for inspo? Oh my gosh. There are so many amazing accounts. I really love Jake Arnold. Elsa Hosk has an amazing house. Hers is so beautiful. Perneal, she's an influencer. I love her house. Mm-hmm. I Swoon, Athena, her place is amazing. Oh my gosh, her kitchen. I don't cook, but her kitchen makes me wish I knew how. <laughs> That's awesome. And our last one for you, what or who always makes you laugh? Oh my gosh, my best friend. My best friend, Audrey, she is like the funniest person ever. We've been best friends since college. She lives out here in Los Angeles and we'll just be together and be like laughing so hard that we cry. And I think best girlfriends are something you always want to make time for. And so we have a standing appointment in our calendar every week so that we make time for friendship. Love Love that. that. Love it. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.